Are you an idiot? It's a good question to ask yourself. What was a past idea you were persuaded by? How did it happen? Did you notice the mechanism your mind used for determining your advocacy for this idea rather than your rejection? Did you accept it because you wanted it to be true? Because an authority told you it was true? Because you only seriously considered one side? Because your tradition meant that it must be true? Because stubborn attachment to another idea forces you to accept the truth of a new one? Well, you may be an idiot. But you needn't be. Because for $49.99, you can buy my book. Learn to think, you idiot. Here's a review of my book by the acclaimed philosopher Daniel Dennett, the leading authority on thinking. This book is the best book. Read it now or you'll get even stupider. I learned so much from this book I can't tell you. So smart. I wish I was that smart. So there you have it. Even such a well-respected and unreservedly intellectual person as Danny D recommends my book, perhaps more than his own books at this point, I'm not sure. I don't want to have made more work for him, but he may have to go back and revise his books to be as clever and insightful as mine. But, as I say, you don't have to buy it. You'll just be smarter if you do. One way, if you are inclined to be tastelessly cynical, the terrorists have positively impacted the U.S., is that with each new attack alerts Americans to the existence of a new country they'd never heard of. So, of course, the media will take this opportunity to give a nuanced accounting of this country's culture and history so U.S. citizens can imbibe a new richness in the world they were not previously in touch with. Or, I suppose that would be the case if the media was able to represent another country without resort to triteness and mimetic trivia. So, as is usual for their plans, the outcome is damaging. But you have to give it to the terrorists. They are trying. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Atheisticast podcast, the show that sees no moral ambiguity in the statement, I am a pigeon, and I go tweet, tweet. My name is Zachary Duncan, and joining me today is my co-host, Price Crary. This is going to be episode 55, and today is Monday, April 11th. Or, who's kidding who, it's probably some other day in the distant future, because I haven't gotten this episode out on time. And if you like our stuff, and or have a question, comment, or article for the future, please, please, pretty flipping please, go to Twitter, at AtheistaCast, Facebook, Tumblr, and our email address is AtheistaCast at gmail.com. Please send all sorts of questions and commenty things to those platforms. The sections we're going to be discussing today, uh, or we're going to be investigating today, are the Fireside Chat with Zachary E. Duncan, that's me, and Price Check on aisle Googity Boogity with Price Crary. Say hello, Price. Hello, um, Price. What, what are you all about, Price? Well, you know. Okay. Yeah, and uh, just to loosen you up for the episode, uh, what's your least favorite name? My least favorite name? Yeah. Of, uh, yeah, I think male name. What's your least favorite male first name? Um, Mine's Chris. <laughs> or Tom. I hate the one-syllable ones. Why? Well, not just, I guess, not your price. So that's one <laughs> syllable. Uh, I just, I don't like, like, the three-letter ones. Tom. Why? Ted. Ted. <laughs> Dan. You oh, because they sound douchey and bro-y? Yeah, well, I guess that and also probably just that they... <sighs> It's just so Americanized. <laughs> yeah. The name is Daniel, right? My name is Christopher. Yeah, they can't be bothered to say the whole thing. I know. They can't get through <laughs> their whole name. Um, so anyway, you know, Leonard, for example. That's your real first name. Why can't you go by that? That's a pretty well, name. I had, I have a, uh, we have, my family has get it out, a man. proper reason. What's the real, what's the reason? Uh, you're, my, you're hiding from the authorities, aren't you? My grandfather's name is also Leonard, and we didn't want to get did, it mixed up. Did you immigrate illegally? When calling people. So, they called me by my middle name, Price. Why'd they name you that if they thought it was going to be confusing? Because they wanted to 
name me after my grandfather because that's they're traditional like that. So they named you after the grandfather and then refused to ever say that name again. Correct. That seems to make little to no sense. It really does not make any sense, and I would probably be okay with a better name. <laughs> with a better name? <laughs> with a different name. <laughs> okay, well, so I mean, is that disrespectful to your grandfather or to your parents? Uh, or both, perhaps? I meant it towards my parents' okay. decision-making in my name. Okay. Have you confronted them about this terrible decision? Uh, no, because I don't really care that much. Oh, okay. Until now, until I brought it up and kind of spilled the beans. Well, no, because my my name's Price, and that's fine. Well, it's not really. Are you going to have your... You should have your name legally changed to just Price. Switch it. Price, Price, Cray. Price, Price, Cray. <laughs> yeah, I was saying this the other day. It's, not, it's, a, it's a good song. Price, price, crary. Okay, sorry. But no, there's you already can... a song like that. I know that was kind of the joke. Oh, but uh, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, you can switch it around. You could be Price Leonard Crary. Have your name legally changed to that. That would sound good. Uh, too much work. Too much work. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, for those who may be new to the show, uh, that's kind of what you should expect from it. You know what we just did, and our cat in the background. <laughs> professionalism yeah. is our middle name we can't stop the cat we can't do we you know we're in a professional studio but the cats are here with us and they're gonna make noises occasionally like what you're hearing now <laughs> if you can even hear it we may just be saying this and you can't even hear it because the mics aren't picking i think it up. they can well whatever so anyway yeah it's uh, just our level of professionalism is off the map and uh you can, okay so anyway we have several sections. I said fireside chat with Zachary E. Duncan, and that's where I'm just going to be talking a bit about what's going on in my life. And, uh, you know, I may even bring up a philosophical point or two. Then we're going to move on to price check on aisle Gashmabaka. And uh, Price is going to have three articles to share with you guys, and we're going to discuss them and yep. go through them point for point. And we would have the Weird Weekly World by Katie Leach, but she's not here. She's again. At, she's at, yeah, I know, again. Well, this time she's at a... Actually, last time she was at a baseball game, too. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Katie. Stellar commitment there, Katie. Uh, she's, yeah. Well, last time she was in Florida. Also, it's pretty funny how uh, her head her head hurts too much to do a podcast at home, but it doesn't hurt enough uh, as much to do a... Get to it get out. to it. <laughs> get it out, man. <laughs> a baseball game. That's right. Okay, well, in her defense, and because that will supremely offend her in the face, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and defend her. Um, she, it, it was still bad when she left, but she had some medicine that, was, that were, was going to make her feel better. So she could either choose to take it really early and do the podcast, in which case it would make her head go back down. But I, we've got new listeners probably. She's got chronic migraines. So you should have that knowledge before going into the rest of this. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, her head was not great earlier today. So I suggested taking medicine so she could have done the podcast, but then her head probably would have gone down because of the effort it takes to do a podcast. And then her head would be bad for the baseball game. So she made the executive decision to wait for the baseball game. So does that make her a bad person? Probably. But, uh, <laughs> it, you know, that's her decision. And, uh, you know, a woman's decision is a woman's decision. You can't question it. Um, anyway, so that's what we've got in store for you fellas and ladies uh, this week. So <laughs> let's get right on into it. All right. Fireside chat with Zachary E. Duncan. Oh, yeah. Well, get to it. Okay. All right. You know, calm down. So first things first, uh, we went on a little bit of a hiatus, you know, not a big hiatus, but, uh, you know, for a while, actually for a whole week, I was out of town. I was in Las Vegas. Have you ever heard of that place, Price? Yeah, it's Sin City. It's Sin City, correct, Amundo, and it's in the desert. It's a little desert nation in the middle of America, and uh, they're basically their own country for several small reasons, and I'll give you five minutes to guess why. Go uh, ahead. I don't know. Well, I'm giving you time to guess. They ate too many turkeys. Yeah, that's one reason. Go ahead. Another. Um, they bought the rights to the border that they sit on. Okay, you're on fire. Keep going. <laughs> they fancy salted chips. Yeah, that's how it says it in the legal document as well. Right. Okay, so uh, Price has it bang on point that uh, that's the reason why uh, Las Vegas is quite so unique. Um, but I was there for an entire week with my work 
and I have described my work in the past, so loyal listeners of this podcast will know exactly what I mean when I say I hate my job. But most of you are probably new and uh, don't know what my job is, and I'll tell you right now, I am a salesperson. I do the sales thing. I go to people's doors and I say, what's up? I had a guy come Would up. Would you like to buy some stuff? What? I had a guy like that come up to my door, but I didn't answer it because then it was obvious How that rude. he was going to How do rude. It. Those are my people and you're disrespecting <laughs> them. How are you going to do that to me? Well, That's basically, you're basically slamming the door in my face. He was also too casual. Too casual? Yeah. What do you mean? He, he was walking up the driveway, and that's how I saw him uh, from my bedroom window. And what, he should have been riding on a hoverboard or something? What's too casual about that? No, the casual part is that he was wearing blue jeans and, and a he, t-shirt, okay. a graphic tee. What? And then how do you know he was a salesperson? Holding a cup, because he was going to other doors. <laughs> he had a cup. Yeah. Are you sure he wasn't like a homeless person asking for change? Why would he be in a neighborhood doing that? Why wouldn't he go to like a shopping mall or I mean a shopping center or a city or Maybe he was on his way there. I don't think he would go through the whole But you think a salesperson was walking around in blue jeans, a graphic t shirt, and had a cup in his hand. They've I've had people like that. I've never heard of this. Do it before. They usually try to sell like, you know, lawn service or some shit. Lawn service? Lawn service or how exterior housing um, improvement. Stuff uh, like that. Uh, 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 you know what? I've actually had the same thing. I had a guy. I See. Okay, fine, fine. And he was dressed the same way. Okay, yeah. you win. Uh, not as bad as the Jehovah's. The, the Jehovah's, they dress nicely, man. They're slick. But no, I've, yeah, I've had guys trying to sell me, you know, a new roof, new windows, new insulation and stuff like that. Um, so I hear you. But I don't know why why you thought immediately that he was a salesperson if he had a cup in his hand. Well, it wasn't the cup. Was he rattling the cup in their face? No. Hmm. Well. I knew he was a salesperson because he was going, he was not in a car and he was walking door to door. Okay. Well, anyway, that's not it's what pretty I... pretty obvious. Listen here, buddy boy. Um, that's not what I do. I'm not a cold caller. I, I don't... didn't say that. It's what you do. Get out of my house. <laughs> okay. Uh, what I do is I go to people who know I'm going to be coming. That's and, nice. And I wrap... Oh, get out of here. <laughs> and I rap on their door and I say, howdy, friend. Uh, this week, do you need things? And, and they say no and slam the door. No, that's not always what they do. I am actually the salesperson of the month. No. Actually, I don't know. I, I was actually the top salesperson on our team for the beginning of the year, but I don't know if that's you know still the case. Um, I'm not bragging. That's just the case. You know, I, I could sell water to a whale, um, but uh, not a shell to a snail. Anyway, so yeah, that's what I do. I sell things to people who don't care. And um, <laughs> I don't know. That's not what I want to do. I yearn to create. I want to make my own industry. I want to make my own business, but yet it has not happened. But I'm trying to do that with the podcast, you know? Um, anyway, so I was in Las Vegas for a week. They had us down there with, you know, boring PowerPoint presentations and saying how this year is going to be so much different than last year. You didn't like it last year. Well, you're going to love it this year. So buckle up, you know, basically that whole thing. But they had some interesting people talk there. And uh, I'm going to tell you about one such person. And actually, one of the people that talked uh, at our dinner one night was a person that's been on the Sam Harris podcast. Wow. I know. How cool is that? Yeah. I felt privileged. So I'll go into who that was and what he spoke about a little bit later. Uh, but firstly, I'd like to bring up, uh, I mean, I can tell you more about it. I, I did some gambling while I was down there. You want me to tell you about the gambling? I think you did already. Did I? What did yeah. I, what did I tell you? You said you you won a hundred bucks and lost $20 or something like that. Uh-huh. Do you remember what machine I was using? A slot machine. What kind of slot machine? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Um, it was themed. Yeah, I know. I can't remember the theme, but I remember... TV show. But I remember the theme was relative to what we like. Relevant? South Park? No. Although that would have been very cool. It was Big Bang Theory, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway... The yeah. show I don't care about anymore. <laughs> it was the first... Yeah, I know. It's gotten to be too much of a soap opera. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, anyway, any golly way. No, it was... Uh, yeah, I played on that. It was actually my first time gambling at a casino ever. So um, I put my stuff in there, and I immediately just started winning. 
And I didn't stop winning until it was going on about $100, and I just stopped. My dad got mad at me. He said I should have kept going. But anyway. You should have, actually. I know. <laughs> well, th- I think they, they uh, realized that that machine was w- letting people win too much because then my dad played, and then he won $100 also. Oh, my God. And he got to about $100, and then somebody came up to him from the casino and was like, uh, yeah, we've got to service this machine. It's, That's fucked up. It's busted. <laughs> Yo, man, the machine is busted. You're going to have to go. You're going to have to move on. I wonder how they know. Uh, well, I'm sure they, I mean, they monitor everything yeah, to make sure that machines aren't paying out too much. And the excuse they used was they had to realign the, they had to recalibrate the touchscreen. Because it was like a giant touchscreen that you could poke things and stuff like that. We're like, it's working just fine. We're winning lots of money on it right now. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but we got this technician here. Yo, he's got to get in there and bust in on the innards so we can, uh, you know, fix the machine. They're scam artists. And my dad, well, my dad was like, you know, no, we're, we're going to keep playing on this machine. Are you sure you're not just needing to fix it, quote unquote, because we're winning? And he was like, hey, yo, we can uh, <laughs> come back a little bit later. But, you know, this technician's going to stick around and watch. And he did. The technician just sat there and watched us win for a bit. Um, <laughs> but no, then my dad started. He, my dad went down from 100. He went down to like 20 Oof. and then built it back up to, I think, 100. Huh. Yeah, I know. So it was wild. The machine was, was winning a lot. <laughs> anyway, so uh, then we stopped and they, you know, took the machine. Actually, they, they said they were recalibrating the screen. I never saw them recalibrate anything because we moved on to a different machine. And all I saw them do was plug a USB thing into the machine and it went to like a console yeah. you know, thing on the screen and I just saw them change a bit of the, the stuff on there. I never saw them calibrate anything. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure they were just telling the machine to start not winning quite so much. <laughs> anyway, um, so that was my gambling experience. And then I went back the next day and I lost $20 and I felt bad. Mm. And it was actually when we went back to the machine, we went back to the same machine to see if it would win as much. And um, I... <laughs> They have little, you know, whiskey people or not whiskey people. They have like uh, alcohol women that go around asking if you want some alcohol. And I guess it's free because I never paid. But um, and they also have tobacco people. I thought it was so weird. You could smoke inside. I guess that's (laughs) not a revelation to normal people who have been to these places before. But you can smoke in the casino. And it was disgusting. Yeah, it was. Um, Yeah, it is. (laughs) I wasn't there. You weren't there, Price. Um, anyway, but so one of these alcohol women came up to me and said, Hey, would you like some alcohol? And I, and it was 10 in the morning, but it was on the day that we were leaving. So we didn't have any work events and I, I just wasn't thinking. So I was like, yeah, it's 10 in the morning. And so she was like, all right, what do you want? I said, I'll have a whiskey, please. And she left and I was like, I don't want a whiskey. It's 10 (laughs) in the morning. (laughs) I'm not going to drink something. It's ridiculous. So my dad had been elsewhere. He came back and then we started, we were playing the slots and this is during the process of me losing uh, my $20. So she came back and she was like, whiskey. And my dad was like, no. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, thank you. (laughs) She she puts the whiskey down in front of me. My dad was like, really? (laughs) Really? It's it's 10 in the morning. You're not going to drink some whiskey. And I was like, well, you know, I, I thought I'd be a bit of a badass, you know? I'm going to drink some whiskey. So I took a sip of it, and then I just left it there. I didn't drink anymore. But I didn't pay for it, which was, uh, you know, I guess they want you to get drunk as early as possible, so you'll just keep spending your money. Yeah. Um, so I guess they don't charge you for the drinks. Um, anyway, so, yeah, that was my one and only gambling experience. And, uh, you know, I came out of it $80 ahead. I don't see it as uh, such a bad thing. Anyway, actually, no. One of the things that was cool, I don't like my boss, personally. I'm not going to give out his name just in case. Hey, yo! People are listening to this podcast. But uh, His name is Hey! <clears throat> no, his name is <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Okay, go ahead. His name is <coughs> Gyro. Really? Yeah. Okay. You can order him at your local deli <laughs> and pizza shop. All right. Good job. Anyway, um, so I don't like my boss, but uh, he's good friends with my dad, who also works at the company. So one night we had to go out with him. Like we walked the strip and, you know, we yeah. went to the places and stuff like that. Didn't go to any strip clubs, didn't go to any, you know, seedy places that night. Anyway, um, I never went to a strip club, just so it's clear. But we did go to some seedy places. They were. It was just another day. Um, and in fact, the, have you ever been to Las Vegas? No. Okay. It's a. It's a big like the the main part I've of it is it. called the Strip. Yeah. yeah. So you've seen it. It's you know the big casinos, lots of lights and all that jazz. Yeah. New York, France, Paris, all that jazz. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But uh, there's another place called uh, Fremen Street, I think, or Fremont. I can't remember. Um, it's one of those, but it's like the old school. That's where the original Las Vegas was. And that's where all the CD places are. So my dad and I went there the next day during the day and nobody was there. It was a ghost town. I mean, that's what was really creepy about it. So have you ever seen um, the Pawn, what's it called? Pawn Stars? Yes. My dad watches it. I went to that place. Really? And that's in that old uh, Las Vegas area. <laughs> it was it was kind of scary being there. Nobody was on the streets anywhere. So my dad and I walked from like kind of the main area there all the way up the road. It took us, you know, a good 20 minutes to walk to the pawn shop and nobody was there. I mean, actually people were in the shop, but nobody was on the streets outside. It's kind of creepy. Like people roll up in a car, jump out, run inside and kind of look at the pawn stuff and then jump back into the car and run away. Um, but we walked it and uh, it was, you know, just a regular pawn shop. It wasn't anything interesting. Right. But um, anyway, my point was I went out with uh, my boss. Uh, what'd you call him? Gyro. Sure. Why not? And uh, we, my dad and I and uh, a friend or, or another coworker went out with uh, my boss and we went drinking. He was already semi drunk by the time we went out. Um, so we, and then we, we went to a restaurant, we went down, we kind of walked in and out of some of the casinos just to see what they looked like. And, uh, I mean, it was kind of fun, but he got wasted by the end of this thing. <laughs> and we were in one restaurant and my dad ordered something and I ordered like a salad or something like that. And there was a British guy next to me and I started talking to these two British guys about the, the, um, Geico commercial and whether or not they were offended by the gecko. Uh, kind of generalizing, or it kind of makes uh, Americans think that all British people are like that, which he's kind of a northerny accent. Um, so I started talking to him about that, and then we started talking about like British comedy and stuff. And uh, that was a lot of fun. I've never talked to a, a real Brit about British comedy. And, uh, you know, I didn't want it to to feel kind of self-aggrandizing, like, oh, look how much of British culture I know. But uh, <laughs> it ended up being like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, needless to say, they were impressed. Let's just leave it there. So my boss, super drunk, walking down the thing, and out of nowhere, he was he just started being super racist. <laughs> like, I've, I've never seen this side of him. But he was. Uh, we were walking down the, the sidewalk, and... Wait. Your boss or your dad? My boss, oh. not my dad. I hope that's clear. <laughs> I thought I heard dad, but... No, no, sure. my, my boss. Okay. He started being super racist, and he, he had to get out of the way of somebody who was walking, you know, the opposite way as we, and he was like, those Asians, you know, they, they couldn't see me because of their, their squinty eyes. Oh, my God. I was like, Jesus. And I actually said that. I was like, Jesus. And he started laughing. And I was like, okay. <laughs> wow. That's that's intense. And then he's like, yeah, the squinty eyes, they can't see shit. <laughs> he just kept going with it. And that's some old school racism right there. Like, I, I, you don't see a lot of people that are willing to say that stuff out loud anymore. <laughs> I mean... That's that's kind of 70s, 80s kind of racism and before. Anyway, so <laughs> I thought that was uh, that was interesting. I thought I'd share that with you folks because <laughs> you can know a little bit of why I don't like working where I'm working. All right, so moving on, I'm going to tell you uh, about the guy. The guy that was the on guy. Sam Harris's podcast and who I saw speak at a dinner event. His name is Jocko. Jocko! Oh! You ever heard of Jocko? No. <laughs> well, you wouldn't have. I haven't even given you his last name. It's Willink. Or Willinks. So you've never heard of him, I'm assuming. Right. He is an ex-person. Uh, oh, okay. Anyway, yeah. Oh, you told me about him. He was in the military. Did I? Yeah. What did I tell you? You told him he was in the military and he was an ex-ranger and he gave you a bunch of military tips and that's how we implemented them in Daisy before you got killed. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so his, his his tips didn't really save me, but uh, <laughs> they saved him, which is nice. Yeah. Anyway, so um, he was talking about establishing camps in Ramadi, um, which is a central town in Iraq, learning that setting up a camp outside of town didn't really work. Because the Iraqi insurgents would uh, kind of gradually take over the camps that they would put up. Anyway, so he was a a Navy SEAL. So they started seizing areas kind of in the middle of town and clearing out small areas in the center and just establishing them and putting all their people right there. 
So it would kind of clear the area around that base. And it was like the hottest area in Iraq. So, I mean, it was, it was a, a pretty crazy operation that they were running. They, this was in the heart of the war. So, I mean, tons of violence. And so they, they had taken over right dead center of where it was most violent. So they would, um, one little camp, they would kind of secure a perimeter and then they would put up another camp kind of a little bit across the street. And I think at one point they had three camps and they had cleared up most of the bad area. And so they were kind of making connections with the locals, the villagers and everything. Am I boring you? No. Your eyes look like you're vacant. Oh, sorry. What have I just said? I lost my train of thought because you interrupted yourself. I, well, I said some distinct things you'd be able to remember if you were listening. I was listening. Of course you were. I was. Anyway, so they set up three camps. Hottest area in Iraq. Good job. Proves it. Proves it. You, you, you caught out one piece of information that I threw in. Well, you weren't talking too long. Well, I, but I said the three camps thing. Couldn't even give me that. <laughs> okay, anyway. So, uh... Okay, fine. It's not that interesting to a person, I guess, that's not interested in the war um, or yeah. global politics. But um, anyway, it was it was interesting stuff. But we can move on to price check on aisle what? 18. Aisle 18? Weren't yeah. you like aisle 17 last time? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. Get an increment by no, one. No, it was 42. Time. Was it? Yeah. Okay, well, uh, 18's fine then. I'm fine with 18. All right, well. Oh, did I? I didn't even run through. I, damn it. We were supposed to tease the people with what you were going to be talking about. Jeez. All right. So anyway, he's going to be, well, you might as well just go into it, but I'll tell you anyway. He's going to be going through uh, Muslim offices. Don't know what that means. Maybe it's an office where they put uh, their, uh, don't they have a special carpet they put down? They can uh, point directly at Mecca and do their prayers. So maybe that's what that means. He's also going to be talking about Arctic aliens whatever that refers to, and pizza robots. Pizza robots. All right, that sounds like a lot of fun. And then after that, we're going to be getting to Two Lies and a Truth and uh, finishing up the show. So, Price, tell us all about Muslim offices. Uh, well, yeah, atheists are battling against the public university's decision to convert offices into Muslim prayer spaces. <laughs> You look like you're about to go on, then you just looked up at me expectantly. (laughs) Okay, so uh, atheists are fighting back, or Muslims are fighting atheists? Atheists are fighting back, because they don't want them to have prayer offices. Okay, well, I mean, are these... I mean, if if it's a Muslim-owned place, and they want to make an office with a, a, a special carpet in it, I mean, what's the... Use fighting against that. Uh, because it is a. Oh, are you talking about like the whole office building will be Muslim? I I assumed it was just like one little room that they like a prayer room, but no, it's in a university, and many offices may convert into prayer rooms. Okay, no, yeah, but I'm saying, is it like all the rooms or just like a random room that was also for teaching, but it's going to like double as a prayer room or have like an optional prayer area in the room or is it a dedicated room just for prayer dedicated and designated on campus locations for prayer i don't really care about that i don't know why that would matter well some atheists won't let anything go like they're there's some that are trying to remove a jesus statue from a mountain and then another one that's trying to remove a cross from a a state flag and it's just well, a state flag, now that's different. If it's anything to do with government or state ownership or federal ownership or, you know, uh, authority or dominion, then it can't have anything to do with religion. But if it's just like a ran- like a university, anything privately owned or anything like that, if they, if they just have options, that's one thing. But, I mean, if anything is compulsory or if it was, you know, like a, a mandatory prayer in schools, that shouldn't be right. Oh, that isn't right, and that shouldn't be. But, um, you know, just a, a designated area where you can go to pray. I don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, are you in the same category? Yes. Okay, so tell us all about Arctic aliens. Well, yeah. Well, go ahead. All right. NASA is planning to send robots to search under Antarctica for aliens. Are these pizza robots? No. 
What kind of robots are they? Spaghetti? They are... Any kind of nutrient robot? State-of-the-art cryobot, an ice-penetrating robotic vehicle. Do, are they driven completely autonomously? Yes. Well, that's semi-interesting. What are they looking for? Uh, they are looking for aliens or evidence of aliens under the Antarctic. Uh, <laughs> and they were granted $3 million uh, to Wh- develop these robots and initiate that plan. Why do they think this specific location will be where, the, where aliens would be if there were aliens to be found um that's a good question what website are you reading this on Ro- uh rooters it's very small robotics and automation news okay so these lunatics think that pizza <laughs> robots are going to be going to the arctic no not pizza robots okay fine but some sort of robots are going to be going to the arctic looking for aliens or a- evidence of aliens aliens or evidence of aliens <laughs> <laughs> yeah Okay. I don't know why NASA cares so much. Yeah, NASA's not really about that. That should be more... There's a, a whole program that's dedicated to finding extraterrestrial life. And I, I can't remember... Jeez, I can't remember what the the uh, program is called. But their whole... They're funded just to keep looking with high-powered telescopes and um, listening devices into the deepest regions of space, trying to find evidence of extraterrestrial life or evidence of uh, extraterrestrial communication. Which, and there's actually, um, I need to remember the, the name of this place, but there's actually uh, a theory that we could, we could be surrounded by the communication sent out by extraterrestrial life, but it's encrypted in such a way that we just can't detect it Right at the moment. So that's another interesting area of study, but I don't know why we'd be going specifically to the Arctic. It doesn't say anything else in that uh, article right there. Oh, here we go. We are using Antarctica as a test bed. So we, so when we go to outer planets, icy moons like Europa, Europa, um, then they will have a better understanding of what they're looking for and what it takes to get through the ice. So it's a testing ground for Europa. Okay, well that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I don't know why they want to put that in a freaking, you know title first paragraph at least well see uh, benefits of actually reading an article well it's long as shit (laughs) (laughs) so any reason why i didn't see it i hear you man reading is for chumps and they put it at the end yep 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 all right so that settles that so pizza robot that's kind of interesting actually it's uh are they giving any sort of time frame as to how long it's going to take them to build up build up the uh, amount of knowledge they need to take this to the space no? He's no. shaking his head, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. No. no. Okay. All right. Okay. Calm down. No, burping is okay, but <laughs> calm down. You you have made it quite a tradition of burping on here. I burp all the time. I don't I don't rec- I don't realize you burping anywhere except on the podcast. Bull crap. Okay, once or twice outside no. of the podcast, but it's always It's every day I come over you complain about it being like, "Oh, that's gross." Well, bodily functions are disgusting. <laughs> yeah, but you do them. And then you lie saying you don't ever burp. I don't burp. There you go, folks. Folks, folks at home. Listen, I don't burp and I don't fart. Not in front of people. I mean, what what is that? Are you an animal? Are you a barbarian? Why does it matter? Well, why we're don't you, friends. Yeah, well, you can't just pee and poop in front of me. So, I mean, where's the line? Where what are the rules? The line where, is where, where does civilization begin? The line and anarchy begins. The line is between liquids, solids, and then gases. Gases are okay. And like, well, poop particles come out in farts. That's okay, okay with you. Well, I can't control it. Yeah, yes, you can. No, I can't. You just spread that stuff all around my house? <laughs> First of all, I doubt you leave any building to fart. Just uh, to fart. I will. I go into the woods. You're a little big, fat liar. Now, that's another thing I don't do, and I resent the accusation. <laughs> you lie, and you have. No. Before, yes. No, sir. Yes. Katie can back me up. Katie is a liar. So, uh, <laughs> continuing on, let's go to Pizza Robot. All right. 
What? Okay, hang on now. Is this really newsworthy? We've yes, just been talking about looking for is. extraterrestrial life and the, the moral implications of having a prayer area in schools, and now we're going to move on to pizza robots. Well, what do you think? Are we advertising for Domino's right now? What do you think it's going to be? I think you're going to tell me something like Wafflebot in Harold and Kumar's A Christmas Store, whatever it was called. I don't remember. And it was like, Wafflebot, I, I love you. No. Thanks, Wafflebot. Kumar. You don't remember that at all? No. And then he would squirt hot syrup into a a kid's face and, uh, you know, save the day. Something like that. Yeah, I don't don't remember that. Then they get outside and they shoot Santa Claus down with a shotgun. Accidentally, of course. I don't remember that either. Yeah, they were just trying to send a signal so the cops would come pick them up, but instead they shot Santa Claus down. They had to perform emergency surgery on him. Right. Okay, well, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I think you're about to say. I think you're going to tell me that Domino's has partnered with some sort of robotics organization and come up with a stupid robot (laughs) called Pizza Bot, and it's going to deliver pizzas to us. Um. 99% 99% of that is true. Wow. Domino's has built... Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, go on. Go on. <laughs> Domino's has built a self-driving robot for pizza delivery. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is good. $22,000 four-wheeled robot will which is similar to some ways of the co-founders of Skype uses GPS and lasers to get around and can reach speeds of 12 miles per hour. It's called Drew or DRU. <laughs> You've almost nailed this. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes fitted with an array of IP cameras to deter hungry thieves and, <laughs> <laughs> and keep vandals. Why do I have to phrase it that way. <laughs> hungry thieves. And vandals at bay. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. They'll be, they'll be delivering pizzas and to us and maybe even uh you know get rid of the uh delivery boy or girl okay so uh, is this an actual robot like like i think of wafflebot or is this just a car that they're calling a robot it's a car slash robot looks like it looks like a pizza tank (laughs) yeah it looks like it's gonna take aim at your house and shoot the pizza box through your window Well, it's got a store to pizza at some point, but also the reason why it's so big. It looks militaristic is what it looks. I'd be terrified if that thing was coming down my street. The reason why it's so big is because, you know, they have to put the engine in this compartment. Damn it. In this compartment and shit. Mm-hmm. But this acts as a a, a warmer, like an oven. A so it keeps the, uh, the pizzas warm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then up here is the cameras and... Okay. So... Speakers. When is this thing gonna drive on the normal like highways and no, it only reaches twelve miles per hour. So that's what well, I'm. Well, that's confused. why I was asking. Yeah, because how is it gonna get around? I'm thinking it'll only be reserved for like um, cities, and it drives on the sidewalk or something. <laughs> and it's it's gonna have a loudspeaker. Get out of the way. Yeah. That's Pizza how I'm envisioning the it. Way. That's how I'm envisioning it because I mean, you know. You can't have this going down, like, highways and shit. No, you can't even have this going down just a normal road. (laughs) Well, yeah, I feel like a truck could just drive up in front of it, attach the, you know, a hitch latch (laughs) to the front of it, and just manually drag it away. So now they've got a pizza bot and also some pizza. Oh, get this. It can also accept payments and chat with customers. (laughs) It has its own personality. Uh, oh, I hope it's got a digital face that appears in the front and <laughs> smiles at you and stuff. I love this idea. It sounds terrible. Oh, my goodness. It also has a cold compartment for storing drinks. Ah. So it delivers drinks, too. It'd be funny if it had a tap. Oh, my goodness. You could just kind of go up and squeeze. Okay, so it's going to be coming down streets that it can't <laughs> possibly be coming down. because Well, it looks like a tank. Maybe it just drives through the woods. Here we go. Yeah. This self-driving delivery vehicle 
will roll along sidewalks and bicycle paths to reach an address to gain access to the, the machine's tasty delights. The, Come on. The customer <laughs> simply has to enter the passcode provided by staff when the order was made. Okay, so I'm imagining now some sort of uh, kind of 1990s hacker group that's going to follow these things <laughs> around, and it's just going to easily hack through it and uh, steal the pizza. And then it'll show up at someone's house and be like, good afternoon, would you like your pizza? It'll open its compartment and nothing will be in except a note that says, you've been had, or something like that. Yeah, I'm, this is going to be a dystopian future of uh, pizza theft. <laughs> Because, well, I mean, I guess it's got cameras, so it'll be able to tell when it's being stolen. I wonder if it'll have some sort of anti-theft thing where if someone is trying to steal the pizza, it'll start yelling and screaming like, help, help, (laughs) pizza theft, pizza burglary in progress. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, gee. Okay, well, that's uh, that's the pizza robot. Is there anything else to be revealed on this topic? Because this has been the most interesting thing we've talked about all episode. Um, do, 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 do. no, except that they predict the robot will be functioning uh, in public within the next two years. I hate when they do that. <laughs> like these projects are like, yes, it'll be up in the next two years. And then two years from now, they're like, oh, you don't even We're not gonna talk about that anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're just trying to get you excited about ordering from Domino's. But they've also tested pizza delivering drones. Now, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. It would be a lot better. And also, like, Amazon and shit, they're going to be using drones, too. Well, it'll be quicker. It'll cost you less to make a drone. Yeah. You can have more out in the world because they're, you know, they're not, they don't cost as much money. They're going to be faster because they can skip over trees and other buildings. They don't have to follow roads. They don't have a speed limit like that thing has. But I think the problem is... And they don't have to rely on sidewalks and, and bike packs, paths. I think the problem with that is that the pizza will uh, cool if it's like flying through the air. Nah, stuff. they'll have special uh, pouches that it'll be in. <laughs> Wind resistant and uh, heat uh, retaining. Plus, um, you know, you can't really accept payments that well. A drone? Yeah. Why not? Just put like a near field uh, communication I thing. I don't you know, can dude. Pay with your watch and your iPhone and your Samsung device. Uh, yeah, this that could easily be taken care of. You could, yeah, you could have a little card swiper on there as well. Anything but cash, really. They, Domino's also <laughs> tested a dedicated Domino's delivery car that's capable of storing and heating up to 80 pizzas. <laughs> Why would they need that many? <laughs> I guess to that's make... Very optimistic. To make deliveries around like a city. I'm sure they get tons of business there. So Multiple instead drivers, of going man. back to the store. But it'll save gas. It'll save paying drivers well save accidents not really because that would be assuming that everybody orders their pizza all at once and then you can just go and hit every house when in fact it's going to be you know a couple here a couple there so you're going to want to get your driver out to the couple that have just ordered then when he's out and about he's going to have a couple more that are going to be ordered so some other driver needs to come out so he if if it was if it was just a big truck and instead of more drivers, he's going to deliver three, then have to come back for more. Well, they could and deliver three, and then you're still these. not going to have eighty pizzas in your thing. <laughs> this is just a failure of a concept. Well, it was doesn't a make test. any sense. That's why it was a test. And it's a failed test. test. I think we can all agree. Doesn't make any damn sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so w- w- this was just like the Domino's uh, news hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything Domino's related. So uh, if anyone's feeling hungry, go to Papa John's or Pizza Hut. Don't go to <laughs> Domino's. I'm not advertising for them. Jesus. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that was that. And uh, now, unless, Price, you have anything else, we're going to move on well, to... Well, I don't. Oh, well. You could have let me get to the end of my sentence to say that. Or just say nothing at all, and it would just be assumed that you didn't have anything. All right. Okay, so we're going to go on now to... You have anything? Okay. Uh, we're going to go on now to two lies and a truth. Now, for anybody who's not been a part of this uh, process before, two lies and a truth is a regular feature we have on the show where I find three headlines from around the, the internet, three news story headlines, and they're all going to sound vaguely strange. Now, two of them are going to be false, and one of them is going to be truthful. You've got to use your good skill and judgment to determine which is the true one and by process of elimination, which are the two false ones. Now, we are going to begin with the very first, or as they say, we're going to begin at the beginning. First headline is, 
Homicide victims rarely talk to the police. That again. Homicide victims rarely talk to the police. Headline number two. I've never actually killed anyone by hand, clarifies David Cameron. That again. I've never actually killed anyone by hand, clarifies David Cameron. And headline number three. Most earthquake damage is caused by shaking. That again, most earthquake damage is caused by shaking. Okay, so you've had your three headlines. Now you've got to decide which of these is true and which two are false. Price, do you have any preliminary guesses or would you like me to reread one or two? Number two is the true one. Number two is the true one. Yes. I've never actually killed anyone by hand, clarifies David Cameron. Well, I mean, other ones could be are true, but they could also be satire because they're so fucking obvious. So I think it's, I think two is the first one. I mean, no, true. (laughs) Two is the first one. Two (laughs) is the true one. Okay. That's my guess. My best guess. All right. So you think number two. I've never actually killed anyone by hand, clarifies David Cameron. You think that's true? Yeah. And you're not going to change your position? No. Okay. Well, you are frankly in flippin' correct. Incorrect, I should say. You are wrong. That is the wrong choice. Okay. You're wrong. Which continues Price's losing streak at this game. No, I won last time. Uh-huh. He always says that, and no, every time he loses. You can look it up. I think I will. All right. The correct answer is, most earthquake damage is caused by shaking. That is a real headline. Oh, that's a pretty stupid headline. Oh, I agree. Um, anyway, so uh, there you have it, everybody. And mm. so <laughs> that's going to be the end. Uh, did you get it right, by the way? That's going to be the end of the show, anyway. <laughs> I hope you got it right. I hope you're smarter than Price was. <laughs> Thinking that David Cameron had ever killed someone. Can't <laughs> be real, everybody. That's well, never it happened. it could have been something to do with his movies. David Cameron's movies? Yeah. Yeah, David Cameron makes a lot of movies. I'm sure, you know, in between him uh, leading a country, he was uh, making movies. I've not heard of any of his movies, but I'm sure they happened. And I'm sure they were very good. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, David Cameron movies. Uh, I should we Everybody at home, go to IMDb and check out David Cameron's movies. See what kind of tomato meter they get. Um, anyway, in the future, Price is playing with a, a toy timer right now. He can't even be bothered to see out the episode before he starts making noise in the microphone. I'm not making noise. I could hear it. That's why I looked over That's at you weird. and saw that you were doing that. It's weird because I wasn't making noise. Because of the click clacking noise? That wasn't yeah. noise? You're hearing things. Yes, I did. I heard what you were doing. I heard that thing. <laughs> you're, hearing, you're hearing imaginary things. As well as real things, maybe. Okay. So, <laughs> in the future, we are going to be doing a conversation with my very good, dear, and old friend, Kenny. Um, he has been traveling all over the world. He plans on doing a lot more world, world traveling. And uh, he did some marching and demonstrating in Ferguson when that whole furor was going on. So uh, he's a very interesting guy, and I was talking to him today to see if he could Skype us, uh, but he had some things to do. So anyway, look forward to that in the future. I think that's going to be a very fascinating talk um, because we differ on a few different things philosophically, but he is also an atheist. Anyway, so uh, that's going to be the show. Thank you again very much for listening. Today's show was sponsored by Audible.com. Notice that we didn't badger you with this at the beginning of the show. But if you'd like to support our show, please go to audibletrial.com slash atheisticast. And uh, just sign up for the 30-day free trial. You'll get one free audiobook. You'll have a selection of over 180,000 plus titles in their catalog. And, uh, you know, it helps to support the podcast. It doesn't cost you anything and you get a bit of, uh, you know, auditory goodness out of it. So if you like our podcast and, or have a question, comment or article to share with us, please contact us on Twitter at atheisticast, Facebook, Tumblr, and our email address is atheisticast at gmail.gunk. If you're interested, you can find our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Cloudy with a W. And no, but it's not Cloudy with a W. I refuse to change that in my notes, and it trips me up every time. It's actually called Twine now. Also has a W, but is not nearly as fun to say. 
and also double twist and tune in you can go to as and well and youtube oh and we're on youtube i almost forgot to say that we're on youtube now Thanks to a little bit of effort by Price, and now all the effort's done by me. I've been uh, converting all the audio <laughs> over from uh, SoundCloud stuff. I've been downloading the files and then converting them into video files and then re-uploading them to YouTube. So now you can find our stuff on YouTube if you'd prefer to be there. Don't know why you would, but, you know, whatever. We have actually not had uh, almost any views, but our first... <laughs> I think I put... I don't remember which episode it was, but somebody commented on our very first... I think it was the very first episode. I can't remember which episode it was, but almost immediately after uploading it, some like crazy Christian YouTube account commented on it and was saying uh, all these things like, how can you explain the fact that rainbows are outside, but we can only make them inside with mirrors and things like that? How do you explain that the horizon bends? How, how can you explain that scientists still can't explain gravity? And it like had this whole list of things. I'm sure he had not even listened to the podcast. But had this giant book of a just list of things that science can't explain that must be explained by the Bible. Because he doesn't know what how what how science the, works. He doesn't know the proper explanation, so he assumes yeah. nobody else does. Um, anyway, it was very funny. So I responded that it was a great honor that he was our very first uh, commenter, <laughs> which it was. I mean, it really it's almost like being baptized into the atheist YouTube community once you get like a, a religious troll like that. Very nice. <laughs> um, so anyway, so subscribe to our podcast on any of those places. Take the time to leave us reviews, ratings, comments, and uh, please, pretty flipping please, share it with your friends. The sharing is the most important part for us to grow as a podcast, um, so please do that thing. So I think that's going to be a goodbye from Price and me. So long for now. Bye-bye. Goodbye. 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 You just call your junk my thing so you feel better about keeping it. Because for some reason you don't like selling things. <laughs> I just started recording and that's all that I got. Why did you record? <laughs> your junk and my stuff. Anyway, all right. Uh, hit me with another story about your mom. Uh... <laughs> uh... She likes roosters. Does she? Yeah, she hmm. loves them. Why? I don't know. Does she actually love roosters? Yes. Does she have rooster figurines all around her house? Yes, and pictures and stuff with roosters on them. Have you asked her why this is? Yes. And she said... I just like roosters. <laughs> <laughs> Who has a random fascination with roosters? She does. <laughs> God. All right. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> is it creepy? Walking around a house and seeing roosters everywhere? No, but it is annoying because they're fucking birds and I think birds are annoying. <laughs> All birds are annoying? <laughs> Well, ones that make noise. That's pretty much all birds. Although, so there you go. <laughs> did you know that there is a bird that can imitate uh, f cell phone ringings? Yes. Uh, car horns? Yes. Uh, trumpets? Yes. And uh, your mom? Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, wasn't expecting a uh, such a resolute yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs>